Hey girl, what you doing? Hey girl, where are you going? Who's those girls? Who's that podcast? It's blueberry pancakes, of course. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's Jamie Kimmick. <laughs> That's Callie Elkin. Of course. And we're of course two sisters is. who appreciate the best things in life. Retrospecting the TV show New Girl. I almost forgot what we were doing. <laughs> we're just, just that sisters. just happened to me. We're just appreciating stuff. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> and we're going to appreciate virgins. <laughs> Technically, the name <laughs> of the episode is Virgins. Season two, episode 23. This is definitely a filler episode, but it is probably one of my favorites. It's so good. It's so good. It's I love when they do backstory. Yeah. I love yeah. when there's flashbacks where they're themselves. Yes. like as oh their my. younger selves oh my god at one point I wrote made a note that I'm glad that when they tell these stories that they are old enough virgins <laughs> that they can play themselves they're not like right yeah we're not including the child actors <laughs> yeah but usually play them in the flashback. that was probably like the just the safest way to approach all of that <laughs> and and funny it's fun for us too well we find out that Jess didn't even lose her virginity till she was 20 Oh, Two? that's right. Yeah, 22. That's why they made that comment. You're right. Yeah. So I'll tell you yeah. what happens. Yeah, tell want. us about it. Sure. Wait, wait. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. You have to tell us about it first, and then I'll tell you about it. <laughs> My turn. Still. <laughs> it originally go. aired May 2nd of 2013. Oh my gosh. Okay. My birthday is May 23rd. Mm-hmm. As is my favorite number is 23 so like the second of 2013 i know i'm pushing it i know no but that's all right you're close cool. that's so cool and then <laughs> it's like weeks bachelorette party the last episode aired on april 11th so it was like three weeks um yeah. anyway for what that's worth skip exactly. spring break i don't know it was for my birthday <laughs> that's right everybody was on vacation kung fu fighting <laughs> yeah maybe if that's the party you were having now it's your turn you can tell us what it's about tell us what it's about okay i'll tell you what happens in this episode we were just talking about how it's kind of a filler episode but like in all the best ways so it starts out <laughs> jess is helping cc with some hair removal in the bathroom Schmidt is not interested in that, um, but he's interested in, I don't even know, apparently I completely didn't remember or write down how they get on the subject of their losing their virginities. Oh, and oh, because Barry is coming into town. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right. <laughs> I just have to do that every single episode so that everybody knows that I'm not completely a hundred percent that's right so Schmidt walks in and eventually um Teddy texts or Jess gets a text from Teddy and everybody's like who's Teddy and Nick just walks out of the bathroom stall where they have the toilet <laughs> and randomly and they're all like this that's that was weird like you've been there the whole time and he's like yes yeah, sometimes I just like to sit there and listen to you guys <laughs> Nick <sighs> did I say Schmidt no 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 
I'm just laughing. Okay. Okay. Good. Cause I was convinced when you said that, that I had (laughs) Sorry, entirely possible. No, you're right. No. So they're all in the bathroom. They're trying to figure out who Barry is. And Jess finally tells them. (laughs) Why do I keep calling him Barry? Cause he looks like a teddy bear. I don't know. What a dumb. I need to like focus. I think. (laughs) Um. Okay. Anyway, sorry. That was like I had a stroke for a second. Um. But Nick is very interested in who this Teddy is, (laughs) and Jess finally explains that um it's who she lost her virginity to. So they have to all explain. And like, I think that there's a lot of shows that do this, like TV shows that eventually they're all sitting around explaining how they lost their virginity or how old they were or whatever. I guess friends do that. I guess, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, probably. We kind of all know each other's origin stories or, um, <laughs> but yeah, so they just tries to explain that she has the most embarrassing virginity losing story ever and everyone else is like there's no way because mine is way more embarrassing so um (laughs) they uh jess does her first flashback of when it was prom night and uh she and her date were got a hotel room they were talking about um, they were the only members of the gender equality society. So they were like super like nice to each other and asking and apologizing and all of that. Mm-hmm. And turns out Jess had actually been sewn into her prom dress, prom dress. And so they're faced with this dilemma of not being able to get her out of the dress and kind of kills the mood. And she goes in the hall and runs into this hot guy who's basically serenading her he's playing um just wandering the halls of a hotel playing playing the guitar (laughs) and she immediately just falls for him so they're talking um (laughs) the other kid finally comes out he's fashioned a pair of scissors with two steak knives to cut her out of her dress (laughs) <laughs> put them on backwards and it just yeah just kind of fails so then everybody's mad at Jess in real life or in present day because she just told the story about how she did not lose her virginity on prom night <laughs> like why did we just listen to all of that and um CC gets to tell her story next and hers is not embarrassing at all she lost her virginity to literally Mick Jagger so <laughs> who's um we find and out he that, offered to her so I'm right like- yeah it wasn't yeah they he hit on her at a bar and which is funny because how old was she I wonder I guess I was assuming she was I think the the assumption is that they were 18 because they were able to rent the hotel room or able to get the hotel room. So okay, that makes sense. At like least senior, 18 senior yeah. prom. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> she's drinking at the bar yeah yeah well the bartender came and pour <laughs> straight yeah. into a glass let alone pay attention to how old she uh, he might think she is he just wants her to keep sitting there <laughs> um so then they're mad at cc because uh that wasn't an embarrassing story at all and she's like yeah i know i just like to tell it which yeah I'm, fair enough fair enough too <laughs> Yeah. Um, so next we get to hear about Schmidt's story of his losing of his emerging, is what he calls it. Yeah. Um, and it's back in college when he, he and Nick were roommates. And it's fat Schmidt too. And Stoner, like druggy Nick. And I'm a daver. Uh, Schmidt's gonna lose his virginity to Elizabeth, and he's prepared himself with a large jar of lube. Large, large, which it's just yeah, way too much. We love his question: Do I put a small amount on a large area or a large amount on a small area? The answer is really neither, basically. And it seems like he went lar- with large amount on a large area. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Literally so got all over. We find out that Nick got trapped in the dorm room because he was on mushrooms. He had been pre- preparing to go to a concert and his hallucinations were not allowing him to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> and so Schmidt and Elizabeth come in and they don't see that he's still there because the room's dark and they're um about to do it and schmidt gets his jar of lube out and it just you basically hear what's happening from nick's perspective and you can tell that there's just been too much lube i don't know it dispensed all over dispensed (laughs) it's as if he just dumped the jar over the situation so bad And so Elizabeth's like, I've got it. She can't see because it's in her eyes. Schmidt falls off the top bunk of the bed onto Nick, who's army crawling on the floor at this point. And then they just slide around. Like, it's like, um, it reminded me of like jello wrestling or exactly. They put, what is that stuff that they use? Like, um, lube too. KY. Lube. Yeah. Yeah. Throw that in there, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's a big mess. Very embarrassing, also. <laughs> yeah, um, all around. Yeah, for everyone involved. There was so much lube that I got all over Nick too. So yeah, they were just sliding. Gosh, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> it is. It is a lot of really good physical comedy in this whole episode. So then we hear Winston's story and um, it was back a little bit further before college. So Nick is even younger in this and (laughs) Winston is younger. And I figured out, I don't know if I ever noticed this before or not, but they like, they heighten their voices, I think, (laughs) like. Uh, mechanically what do I want to say digitally mm. um, so they sound younger too Nick's got braces and Winston they kind of make him shiny yeah yeah <laughs> I know Nick's yeah. supposed to be sweating too but I noticed they're both kind of yeah they're, they're both, yeah. made to look like nerdy teenagers 
that's so funny. So <laughs> also in a hotel room, uh, right. we find out uh, Nick's dad has brought them to New York and he wants them to experience the city. So he brought them two women, <laughs> Mysteria and Miss and Octopussy. Nick later calls her <laughs> Miss Octopussy. So that's why I popped her name. and uh Winston believes that Mysteria is a nice nurse she has a nurse hat in her purse um and subsequently loses his virginity to this woman and Nick is too freaked out but does lose his virginity to alcohol his alcohol virginity um mm. octopusy offers him some vodka and he tells her no i'm high or i'm drunk on life but then she starts taking off her clothes and so he's like i will have some sure and drinks that i assume what i assume is vodka and yeah, that's a good guess if the rest not. is the rest <laughs> is history yeah <laughs> and then alcoholic um, is born he does not lose his virginity that night but he and his dad have a heart to heart um Basically, Nick was afraid he would be disappointed in him because he didn't have sex with the prostitute. <laughs> and he admits to having drinking alcohol and that he likes it. And his dad says that it was totally fine. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. We just don't want you to miss out on the things that happen when you're not thinking, which is, I put as a lesson actually. Yeah. Um, and kind of wraps back around in the end, but um mm-hmm. yeah, so they have a moment and he uh his dad requests that Nick not tell Winston that they were prostitutes um until after he's gone. And so he's like, Yeah, so now's a good time to tell you because my dad just died. <laughs> right. And Winston is crushed by this. He had no clue no clue that they were prostitutes and so he's he yeah, thought he had sex games. workers yeah sex workers that's changed um, since this it has yes and since i mean when they were when it happened to them too also they true were yeah also yeah yeah so um, it's a flashback times too so then we're back to just tries to reel everybody back in by telling telling them once again that hers is still the most embarrassing story you've actually heard when she lost her virginity so she has to tell it to you and it involves murder <laughs> so we flash to her and cc sitting at the bar and she's she talks about how in three years she'll be 25 and she can't rent a car as a virgin because they'll know <laughs> they'll know they'll know <laughs> can't rent my first car as a virgin um when in walks the guy from prom night that was wandering the halls playing the guitar so um they flirt and Jess asks if he wants to get out of there and they basically want to hook up. They can't think of anywhere to go because Jess is sleeping on her friend's couch 
and he's basically living out of his car. So Jess has an idea to go to a playground and there's like a (laughs) castle, like a fake castle, plastic castle. (laughs) And so we cut to them um, making out in the castle and this guy is going to have a hard time because he's on a lot of antidepressants. So it might take a while, this activity they're doing. And, mm-hmm. um, hours, hours later, they somehow get stuck and have to have the fire department call. And so then somewhere in there, they tell her, well, that's not, your story either because that was that teddy or something like that they're gonna meet him and she's like that wasn't teddy enter the fireman and (laughs) he there's a fireman that tried that sawing them out of the playground and that's who she lost her virginity to and so Winston's mad because he's like that's not embarrassing that's you go made love to a handsome fireman (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I lost my virginity to a prostitute sex worker um, <laughs> I think he says hooker in that scene that's true yeah <laughs> Way funnier there's, when there's he, another one he says it it is yeah he's mad um yeah and then basically then Nick tells Jess to stay back and tells her his virginity story and that it was it was nice it was on a towel in the woods she kept her bra on and I cried it was nice (laughs) (laughs) Um, they exchange a look because yeah and Jess walks away but then it goes to the elevator and then Nick stops her and then they start making out and he basically takes her across the threshold into the apartment and they keep making out. And then we find Cece and Shebang talk about, they discuss the option of doing it before they get married. Either like a week away from getting married and Cece says no. Um... And everybody, basically everybody's having sex at the end of the episode. Elizabeth Mm -hmm. and Schmidt are together and Schmidt has had, this was what he came into the bathroom at the beginning of the episode to show everyone is a, a massager. He calls the Archduke (laughs) takes too many batteries. Um, and he's realized that he doesn't need all of the extra things um, in the bedroom that he can just be himself and and still have a good time with Elizabeth. And she's like, I'm down for this Archduke. <laughs> yep. Um, and then, yeah, and Nick and Jess are, they did it. And then they look at each <laughs> other with faces that are pretty funny. And then they, we hear them say, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> that's another, yeah, that's a good scene. That's really fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll stop the recording. Like, okay, the end. Bye-bye. And that's it. <laughs>
<laughs> Thanks for coming, everyone. <laughs> that was good. I mean, it did take a really long time, so no sorry about that that's how the episode goes that's what happens so I think it was interesting like um kind of how you mentioned everybody wraps up the episode having sex and then the whole episode is about sex but they kind of all have a reason to be telling their stories too like Mm -hmm. just because Teddy is texting her and Cece because she hasn't had sex with Chevron and they're trying to decide if they need to wait and Schmidt Mm -hmm. because Um, he's having sex with Elizabeth for the first time since he was fat and Winston it's his last chance with Daisy oh yeah uh and Nick um just because he wants to have sex with Jess I guess right yeah (laughs) that's that's the it's when they hook up yeah yeah it all works out Are they waxing or nairing or what is the hair removal I'm system? Sure, yeah, some kind of cream or. I don't know that it's safe that she should have it on all ten of her fingers. Yeah. For a prolonged period of time while she tells the beginning of her story. Well, and I just don't know, like a week before your wedding, is that gonna remove your armpit hair? or is that what they're doing I guess I for whatever reason I think I was seeing they were preparing for her wedding but I guess it could just be that they were just that's true I kind of doing beauty that stuff too but you're right it could be maybe she says something about it do you want to help with some hair removal for the wedding I don't yeah. know don't remember uh, I don't know um oh I was gonna ask you if you remember doing your upper lip with mom did you mm-hmm. do that or- <laughs> we were bleaching it. Yeah. I don't know that that's what she's doing, but you mix it together. It looked like this stuff got all fluffy. Yeah. Burned. Smells bad. <laughs> yep. You can bleach it, or then, yeah, you can like also burn it off. Right. Bleach. Yeah. That's what I was asking. Maybe they're waxing or bleaching their pit hairs. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't bleach your pit hairs. Mm-mm. Shave them if you're going to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so we, that's where Schmidt comes in and, and shows the Archduke. It's the crowning achievement of the German Institute of Female Pleasure. Mm-hmm. So it takes 16 single A batteries, which just think of the size of something that holds that many batteries within Aww. itself, first of all. And then <laughs> um, Cece goes, I thought I threw that thing out the window. And Schmidt goes, that only made it stronger. That was my first LOL. Yeah, I laughed at that part too, I think. Mine was a little later. I guess so. I guess I didn't laugh out loud at that part. (laughs) That was not it. Same uh, scene, but it's where Jess tells um, everybody that Teddy is the girl that, or the guy. The guy that took her flower. And Nick goes, he stole a flower from you and you want to have drinks with him? <laughs> hey, that was really funny because he's sincere. He like yeah. doesn't get it from yeah. Um, I know why you said Barry. I mean, besides the teddy bear, it's because that's the only reference of a bear in this episode is Teddy. Um... If you make the connection to bear. So you just made that leap. Good job. You're trying. You're helping him out. You're welcome. That's addressed in the trailer <laughs> of the other ones, other podcasts that Hannah Simone and Zoe Deschanel is and Morris are doing. Yeah. She said, and is there a bear in every episode? I'm like, good. We will find out. 
yeah we're needing to know i would like them to explain (laughs) yeah people who know um (laughs) i wonder why winston and daisy are on the fritz (laughs) it's the schedule because her schedule she's only in town for certain times and he's been having a hard time like the last time they couldn't hook up because the only time they had to hook up he didn't have a condom he had to go yeah find one that's true and yeah i think it's just a schedule schedule Mm -hmm. that could be um also it's brought up on um armchair expert doc shepherd's podcast about virginity and how it's kind of a construct of the patriarchy like apparently everything as i'm finding out (laughs) right (laughs) sorry but i i didn't realize more and more things all the time anyway but like it's put on the woman to make sure that it's this special thing and you pick the right guy and you have to know for sure that it's love and for the guy do they have that kind of pressure and why what is so particular about virginity besides it being you know all the stories and the warnings and places you think about it coming up your first time of something that like everybody does so it's I mean I don't know it's not it's like a bigger deal for sure than most other firsts but I get why it's kind of like something like the a, a story that you exchange I guess but it makes sense I never really thought of it as the patriarchy situation but well yeah just how yeah. so much emphasis is put on your virginity and really the pressure of when you lose it is put on the woman like mm. a guy isn't really judged for what their story is yeah that's for you know sure. they're at least the guys in this at least, story are kind of sensitive about it like yeah you can tell they had like emotional times but I don't know that that's necessarily the norm and it, even if they had been like I was 12 and I have the teacher you wouldn't be like oh, well okay cool good for you you know <laughs> like yeah <laughs> yeah I mean yeah, I get that but also I don't know I mean it's a big deal for them too I've yeah it's never seemed to me like when I'm having that conversation with friends or people that like, it didn't mean that happens a lot with, with females that I know too, that like, it didn't mean much to them either. Like it wasn't a big deal, but mm-hmm. that's not. So well, and, and how much of it does it mean something because we think it should because yeah. of society? Like, so then we put all that meaning into it. And so then it, yeah, seemed meaningful, which well, no, it's not that, that it's uh, not, but like, stems from like a base in religion of I think yeah that, morals like, just first of, <laughs> you're supposed to think of know, it that like, way is it yeah it's, it's you know why is it a bad thing to have sex in general mm-hmm. well because of god or religion or something I don't know like yeah where did it yeah, all, all of that too the taboo come from mm-hmm in general because then it is a big deal because then it's like well did you lose it before or after you were married that becomes a whole nother judgment on people mainly women and mainly so, women add that to the to the mm-hmm. list of burdens put on you by losing your virginity yeah 
pressures of all of that. Which like, holy cow, I'm not married and I'm 31. Like, um. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Are you really <laughs> supposed to keep re- waiting? That's like a while. Where are we drawing the line here, guys? Yeah, like guys, just don't get married. And here's the thing. Like I might not because. And does, should that mean that you don't get to have sex at ever? Right. Let's. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Where's your women's lib now? I think, Just I think we've come there. <laughs> further than that. I know it's really funny. They, uh, <laughs> they do like uh, Schmidt makes that comment <laughs> when Jess needs her needs help with her phone. <laughs> yeah. Teddy texts her. She's covered in all that hair removal stuff. Uh-huh. And that's when Schmidt's like, women's lib now. But then it's funny because when they're in their flashback, um, Jess is uh, the gender equality society. So it's very, they're very like aware of it. And then it's really funny when he can't get into her dress and she's just like, just be a man and rip it open. He's like, now I feel a little, what is it? Safe. Unsafe. Yeah. (laughs) Just want to make sure you're feeling safe. (laughs) They keep saying that. Is that, yeah. Is that okay? Do I have your permission? Yeah. Do you want to freak? Do I have your permission to freak? <laughs> that was the best um, flashback. So something else that also was kind of a through line of this episode was each flashback, each virginity losing story has a song attached to it as well. I love then- that. I knew you were going to tell us. <laughs> I try to keep track in my brain. To do so, and then at the end, when they're all like the last scene where they're all about having sex, mm-hmm. um, there's like kind of one unifying song that's like the new song for yeah, each of their new really stories. Cool, <laughs> Anything can happen. I love that album. I like holding album. It's just it's like that. All those that song. Oh yeah, is it supposed to sound like it? In it was it came out in like 2012. And it was one of those like breakup albums that I listened to and, and it was like in the mm. fall and I was like, oh, I'm a strong, independent woman and I love the fall. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds so like it goes, Nick, 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 Nick. I know that's not what I'm saying, but <laughs> I could see that. Uh, Schmidt brings up so that you mentioned that it was funny that Nick gets all defensive and like who is this Teddy guy and mm-hmm. why are you going for a drink with him and um, Schmidt goes you and Jess didn't work out okay I know yeah. www.moveon.org <laughs> like I know that Schmidt didn't approve of Nick and Jess but he also needs to move on right He's trying though. He probably thinks that he's being successful at it. True. Yeah. He does believe. I think too. I, I believe that he believes he's moved on, <laughs> but he's kind of lashing out because of his own thing too. I think as yeah. part of his move on.org. Like you're kind of the last person to be telling me that. Hey, totally. <laughs> First of all. And then yeah, when Nick realizes that she's talking about what flower she means, she says, um, that Teddy took my flower and oh, he stole a flower from you and you want to have drinks with him? Oh, from your wonderful secret garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a really, that whole scene is funny. Nick is so, so funny. Good. 
they're so funny all hanging out in the bathroom together it's i know a big bathroom but it's not big enough for all of them to be all in there them plus cc plus cc there and they were there first trying to do stuff yeah. like <laughs> get out of here why are we hanging out in here apparently nick was there first that's true but on purpose to be there while other people were there so creeper Gross. that's so funny uh so when jess starts to tell the story it starts at prom night and schmidt needs to know the theme uh nick needs to know who, who cares about the theme what were you wearing schmidt i want to know the theme <laughs> of course so it was funny because just to say it was her and cc who got the hotel room was it the same room and if so cc must have gone to mick jagger's hotel room but what was she gonna do if not just wait well, at the bar while just yeah had sex i think that's with... why maybe she, maybe that's why she was at the bar because all of that was happening they were taking turns with giving, the room yeah just <laughs> privacy with yeah. her guy and then yeah i definitely think she would have gone to Mick Jagger's room anyway yeah <laughs> yeah that makes but, sense yeah uh, of course you go to Mick Jagger's room he's probably got the nicest room the sweet <laughs> the sweet it better be a sweet <laughs> uh they're you playing there this isn't the losing virginity song but we do have a song for the scene it's day by lisa loeb which is, kind of becomes just this song that's the song they freak to it's not really for that she plays it on a disc min which is up on mm-hmm. the entertainment center in the hotel room. they freak between the entertainment center and the bed <laughs> and what song do they freak to uh stay by oh, lisa loeb it is that one on there. Yeah. It's just not a good freaking song. No, it's not a good freaking song. The only members of the Gender Equality Society. I said, this is things we would know and would su- suspect about Jess. That this yes. guy and her, they yeah. were the founding members and the only members. <laughs> and they both asked each other to prom in the spirit of gender equality. And they both said yes. <laughs> Somebody says, is it Winston that says Oregon sucks? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's like his immediate reaction. He's not on board with this type of (laughs) situation. And they're freaking, and oh, they're trying to take the dress off. So this is such an unusual obstacle for this poor guy. He did not expect to have to. Like, was that her plan to have sex tonight? So is this really the best dress to pick or situation? That's what I was thinking. Well, and then I, I guess they did have a hotel room, so they probably had a change of clothes. But I was thinking the first time I watched right. it, it was if you like, cut it off, then when she cut it off, you're gonna not be able to wear it home in right. the morning. Like, what are you right. gonna tell your mother? But it also makes sense. Like, yeah, you're gonna have to cut it off to go to bed. Yeah, right. That's true. The That's poor true. planning. I was saying, wait, well, you wouldn't necessarily. I mean, technically, have to take it off. It is a dress, so. That is one of the advantages of a dress, but for your yeah. first time and you have a hotel room, there seems to be no reason. And if you're going to have to cut it off it later anyway. Right. Yeah. What was her plan? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Apparently to <laughs> yell at this guy, just be a man and rip it off. That's why she leaves the room. She goes to the lobby to see if they have a seam ripper. Seam ripper. She's yeah. going to go to the lobby to see if they have a seam ripper. <laughs> 
I said, uh oh, not gender equality. And then he goes, no, I'm feeling very unsafe. <laughs> I think she said some similar things though, like um, to Jax McTavish, like, be a man and kiss me already. Yeah. I don't know. It just sounded familiar. I'm not sure exactly where, but I feel like a couple of times <laughs> she said something similar. So she's been saying this for a while. This is just kind of her, her yeah. way. <laughs> And then we get back to present day and everyone is booing. Like you were saying, they're mad at her. This This is another story about sewing. I swear to God. (laughs) I mean, it kind of was. It was. That turned out to be the part of the point of this part of the story. Like she didn't have to add in literally all of this, but um yeah she goes please i'm getting there i just have fly on the wall like how many other stories about sewing has just made them say right, or yeah. tricked what them into how somehow many, what could possibly happen <laughs> jess's dress is pretty cute her hair kind of reminded me of um to remember my prom dress where the lady was new and she'd never done an updo for prom and she had all of these mm-hmm. flowers and stems of long flower bud things to put in there and it looks yeah. like a huge garden it was in my head it tons and tons like and tons in your head it was fun it was cool it was cool totally and it was with like my dress it was um good for the times like that was right, right. it was like the 90s like yeah I, when people <laughs> put shit in their hair like princess yeah, I, I did sort of a similar thing. Like I had somebody, I was our neighbor at the time do my hair for promise. She had done it like whatever, but just had like a lot of curls. I <laughs> didn't really know what to do with them. So she just kind of like pulled it back and down and it looked awful. Like oh, I looked back oh. at pictures and I was like, Ew. and I didn't, my date, like I didn't know him very well. And we went with him and his group of friends that I didn't really know. And, Oh. I don't know. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't great. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you about these people. Oh yeah, so all the, the side characters. The prom day is Johnny Pemberton. He is in sixteen episodes of Superstore, and he was Delroy in the new Twenty One Jump Street movies. <laughs> and then the guy, he's just credited as the guy because we know he's not teddy um dylan o'brien i wrote teddy first because i and then later i was like oh that's right that's why he's Name not Barry. <laughs> technically it's barry dylan o'brien um he's most famous for maze runner uh he's also in the internship and he has a big youtube following for directing producing and starring in a bunch of comic shorts huh interesting yeah, I think that's how far we are so far. Oh no, uh, yeah, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> so we're on the Garden of Flowers, Jess's date. Here comes, here comes the guy. He wore the hell out of those tuxedo pants. Oh, and Nick thinks he goes. People have told me I look really good in tuxedos. Oh yeah, I've never seen you in a tux. I've worn a tuxedo. He goes, a tuxedo is different than a suit. Wait, it is. <laughs> Cece remembers that this uh, Barry has a guitar. 
and then okay so barry sits down they're singing they both singing the end of the lisa loeb song is it kind of a little rude jess was supposed to be dancing with her prom date and she's out in the hall instead with this other guy singing the same song that they were just dancing to rude it's a little yeah it's it's pretty rude yeah and then (laughs) he comes out um the prom date johnny pemberton he comes out back in the hall and he has like you said fashioned the steak knives together there are no scissors in there he put them backwards (laughs) he he put the blades out i feel like if you're trying to tape knives together to make scissors you would at least put the blades in doesn't work first of all and then you wouldn't hit your hand with a blade which is what he does he's not thrown by the other guy in the hall for a minute though. i he know just, like just, runs yeah. out he's like you want a man <laughs> i have sharp objects apparently because but can you imagine even if he hadn't cut his hand right then he was gonna try to get that dress off of jess with two steak knives taped together it would have been a bloody massacre yeah there. no it would have been very dangerous <laughs> uh Barry runs off. He just takes <laughs> off. He's got to play the guitar again. All of a sudden, he just gets up and leaves. Rolls away. Just literally turns around and he's walking away. He's like, "I cannot <laughs> deal with this. I'm Never out of mind. here." Yeah. I mean, not really. So he like walked away all cool. But the last time I watched it, I'm like, he could have like helped Teeny. Should I know a normal human would have stayed, but this guy's clearly a ghost or something. He just so, suddenly oh. has to leave now. Well, did you like Jess? Moving Can you on. not wait for one second? She clearly turned around to say, I have to deal with this. He just did not oh, really well. care. Apparently. No, he, he didn't want to care. Uh-huh. Danger. Mm-hmm. So, just danger. You know what? There is danger in a lot of these stories. True. That's very true. So there's very one group of people here. So lifelong reckless. <laughs> The present day people know you mean to tell me you didn't lose your virginity at prom? <laughs> Technically, no. <laughs> no. Uh, she says she's in the prologue, and Schmidt says, David Foster Wallace, where's the sex? <laughs> so I looked it up, and he is an author uh, fa- most famous for writing a thousand plus page novel in 1996 <laughs> called Infinite Jest, which actually sounds pretty good. It's a mind altering comedy about the pursuit of happiness in America. Interesting how it was described on Amazon. That was my source. I don't know about a thousand pages of it, but 1079. It was so that's be the longest book. I don't know. I think maybe that I've ever read. How long is the goldfinch? 600 or 700? 800. It is too close to that. <laughs> That's the longest book I've I have a goldfinch reference in these notes here. What? Somewhere I don't remember. I will tell you later. Oh, it's Weird. in the hotel room with, with Walt. <laughs> Did it feel a little goldfinchy? We'll get there. We'll, we'll tell you guys what we're talking about. Uh, so now we get to hear Cece's story. Cece, tell your story because I need a palate cleanse. Mm-hmm. She said, actually, it was that same night, <laughs> prom night. So even though Jess technically didn't lose her virginity on prom night, and that's how the story started, Cece did. True. And Schmidt, now he's interested in an almost jealous way, just like Nick. Study hall, Steve, or cool car, Johnny. 
He thinks he's so cool. Oh, gosh, you cheating on prom night, did you? Yeah, like a a common high schooler. (laughs) Not them. Not exactly. She goes, nope, not them. (laughs) My tone was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So then we flashed back to Cece. Young Cece. Uh, being a virgin at the bar <laughs> the bartender this is funny the bartender is credited as someone named nick adams this is hmm. not who it, unless there's another bartender in the episode but i would guess it was this guy because yeah, kind of we see him and he so. is a character anyway huh that's funny yeah <laughs> so he cc just keeps talking i don't want to plan it out whatever happens happens she's clearly just exotic and gorgeous and just sitting there mm-hmm. drinking and looks hot and the bartender can't even totally. handle his shit. he just pours a drink and is staring at her while just it just pours out of the bottle onto the bar all over the bar well, and this man with a british accent it. he's what wasting, wasting it. it uh-huh he is and a british accent guy says i'd like to make love to you the bartender misses chance of course a rock star jumped on his chance faster like the bartender was of frozen. Course. He, if he had any inkling of talking to her, he missed it because Mick Jagger yeah, jumped no, in. Missed his chance for sure. Everybody missed, missed their chance. his chance. Mick Jagger is played by Joseph Culp, not Mick Jagger himself. Surprise! He's in um, four episodes of Mad Men, Doctor Doom, and the and Doctor Doom in the first Fantastic Four, huh. which is a marvel <laughs> for those of you who don't probably everybody knows i don't know i i don't i'm a weirdo i never know the difference not never but sometimes i don't know it's like dc or marvel or Mm -hmm. something else well i would know that fantastic four is one of those one of those comic book movies so as long Mm -hmm. as like it doesn't matter beyond that you know i know that much (laughs) that's and pretty much every actor is in pretty oh, much at least one of know. those. <laughs> it seems like, right? Um, so let's see. Schmidt can't handle it. He freaks out when he finds out that it was Mick Jagger. Game changer. Freaking Beatlemania. He starts shoving crackers or popcorn <laughs> or something in his face. <laughs> Keep it together, Schmidt. I'm like, well, first of all, she is telling the story to get a reaction. Like, right. if nobody freaked yeah. out, she would just kind of be disappointed. So of all the people, I'm sure she's a little bit glad he reacted that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of the point of telling it. Yeah. <laughs> he was on tour in Portland. We were just talking. Then we started laughing. And then we just see a scene of toes <laughs> and room service food, breakfast <laughs> bacon. food, bacon and eggs and, and toes. And <laughs> that's when they are mad again, because you see, that's not an embarrassing story in her face. Yeah, I know, but I just love telling it. <laughs> Cece, you officially move into last place. And Jess is trying. I'm proud to move up a spot in the most embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Schmidt um, gets to tell his story now. He's just has no chance of winning because of Schmidt's story. His junior year of college, I was about 200 pounds heavier. <laughs> Got some lubricant. It's to use on a woman. It's one of those, I would say, 32 ounce 
jars, like a big pickle jar, Cat. the big one jar. of lube. It's you. It would last you forever if you ever bought that much. Forever. <laughs> forever. If they ever broke up, they should split the lube because it's gonna never ever run out. Uh, yes. So college Schmidt and college Nick are talking to each other. We're in another flashback with the real Schmidt and Nick playing each other. And we, <laughs> we see Nick in his like hippie Dave Matthews concert clothes. <laughs> and Schmidt is asking him if Elizabeth can, he and Elizabeth can have the room tonight because they're planning on merging. <laughs> he sings a little song. Penis, vagina, penis. <laughs> the room's all yours, cowboy. And then he tells him that he got some mushrooms and he's going to go to a Dave Matthews concert later. So he can have the room. He's a daver. And then Winston goes, oh, white people. <laughs> <laughs> Super white. Also, I never really loved Dave Matthews. I'm really sorry. I know people do and you're supposed to. And I can appreciate it. I can respect it. He's a talented musician. I just, it's never really been my thing. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, I think he's got like, there's the following. I know. Maybe, maybe that's famous? what it is. Maybe you either like have the gene or you don't. And I just yeah. don't. I mean, yeah, it's like, I like songs, but it's not, yeah. it's kind of how I feel about a lot of other bands but we're obsessed with like the goo goo dolls so right which isn't really even that far off of like the same type of music very similar <laughs> but but for some but reason there's it's, different things. yeah just depends on who you are it's but cool. i see what you mean about the um, slightly overrated or not all white people <laughs> definitely not all 90s. white people please do not let me we're in with the Davers Winston <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, some most. some of their like talking with the flashbacks, some of it they don't even show them. Like this was one scene where they you just hear their voices in real um in present day, but they don't ever like they'll know the visual of them talking. So it's kind of like doing a DVD commentary. Yeah. Um, like talking over it. <laughs> so we go back to um, Schmidt is saying, yeah, Nick, back in high school, they used to call me the the sex haver, <laughs> sex, sex haver. <laughs> which I had to laugh because in the, that's clearly what he says, the side, which he has to have another nickname that's on the list of nicknames mm-hmm. for Schmidt. Um, but in the transcript, it says sex hammer, <laughs> which is just made me laugh. Yeah. So I just had to tell you, I know that's not what that it is says. really funny. <laughs> but while we're talking like he tries to act like he has had sex before but he hasn't and while we're talking would you mind having a discussion openly about the subject of intercourse the meanwhile nick has already taken his mushrooms and <laughs> <laughs> schmidt has some questions the one question always always do you remember from sex ed the one question that the boys had when they split up was what happens if they pee while they're having sex? Hundred percent. That's always the question. Anyway, well, what, what does happen? <laughs> it just isn't possible. It just doesn't oh. happen. It just doesn't. It's not to be worried about. Okay, cool. That's <laughs> this what is very. I, I mean, <laughs> this is very. I'm never worried. So. I know the girls don't worry about it. It is literally funny how it's like the number one thing on boys' minds. <laughs> 
<laughs> when they don't know it all, you know, when they're yeah. just guessing that's what they're one thing they've been worried about this whole time. I don't know how that would work. <laughs> We're finally getting a chance to ask this question. Uh, so Nick finally gets the question about the lubricant that you mentioned. Um, if, if I should put a small amount everywhere or a large amount in a smaller area. And it looks like Nick might answer. Nick takes a really long time to think about it and he mulls it over in his head and he does some hand motions. And then he finally goes, you're harshing my vibe, Schmidt. (laughs) (laughs) Schmidt just, he just admires Nick. You're the coolest, Nick. And Nick in in present day says, you know, so I'd already taken the mushrooms, obviously, and was ready to go to the concert (laughs) when I realized that the troll at the end of my bed was pretty upset about it. And then we flashed back again to some physical comedy. This is so funny. This just, I just died laughing the whole time. This whole scene. He tells the troll, this is college Nick. He's on the bottom bunk. It's pretty dark. I don't want any trouble. I think you're a remarkable creature. (laughs) And then Schmidt and Elizabeth come in and we, he tells Schmidt, he goes, I just don't understand why you didn't leave. He goes, I told you a million times my arm was a magnet and the walls were magnetic. What about that? Don't you understand? What about that? Don't you get? And the whole time you can tell he's trying, like his arms look like they're hooked to the wall and he can't pull his arm off. And even when he crawls off the bed, his leg is still like stuck on the, on the bed or he thinks it is. They're both too slippery and Schmidt falls off the top bunk onto Nick, just flat straight on top of Nick. And they both groaning, grunting. uh, The song is that's played is, is it boys to men? I'll make love to you. And there's a, a moment where they're like sliding against each other on the floor. And the song goes on the floor <laughs> yeah yeah I noticed that same thing too. So good. I wrote that down it's pretty funny because yeah what happens is while this sex song plays uh, the the most explicitly or yeah explicitly sex for sex song in the probably the right. <laughs> show um it ends up truly serenading nick and schmidt while they wrestle each other covered in lube on the floor and elizabeth is still she got the lube in her eyes so she can't see where schmidt went and doesn't even know nick is in there and the whole time schmidt keeps trying to go i have to go it's sex man it's sex (laughs) and elizabeth's just yelling like we don't need more lube we overdid it on the lube you should not definitely not be going to get more if that's what you're doing yeah i can't see uh, yeah, oh, so bad. Schmidt um, mentions again that he really didn't know what he was doing sexually, and Fat Schmidt, he was just very limited as to what he could do. <laughs> it wasn't until the Iraqi War that I realized the guy could even be on top. <laughs> I didn't do the math on that one, but that's is it. Yeah. Um, adjust that says have you ever considered not using lube and some giant sex toy and just being with her and he calls that plain janing it <laughs> plain jane <laughs> uh, and winston says that he can't win this thing he can't have the most embarrassing story because my story was beautiful <laughs> and nick <laughs> he is about to ruin this he goes nope your story is not beautiful 
and he just interrupts. He keeps talking. Nick's dad took us on a business trip to New York and he said we could do whatever we wanted. And we did. And they show them watching Titanic, which comes back around once and had never seen it. How does this movie end? Which is hilarious. I know. <laughs> What's going to happen? And then, uh-huh. so this is while, while it comes in. This is the last episode where we see Dennis Farina. He's in officially two episodes, but we saw his face in the funeral. <laughs> Just his true. face. That's true. Was there. <laughs> He, he says, I didn't bring you two dummies all the way to New York so you could park your cans on the couch, watch TV, and flick each other's backs. <laughs> and he's, he's just, Nick is such a scammer, which he clearly learned from his dad. Last night, somebody broke in and ordered a pornographic movie. So there's a mistake on the bill. He like takes the first, <laughs> Nick takes the first opportunity to make sure his Someone dad knows it's a mistake. <laughs> and well it goes okay yeah you can tell that to the marines like he doesn't believe nick <laughs> i wonder why it's a little surprise for you boys he brings in the girls ladies and nick is not into it winston is so into it winston's already like trying to seduce one of them with his face. down <laughs> nick just, just like no 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 there's no, no. i don't even know like 20 no's on the page more than That's that so funny just like leans <laughs> far like leans as far back as he can yeah <laughs> wait and then somebody in present day says wait you lost your virginity of prostitutes no they're business <laughs> <No>. women <laughs> winston is still uh they could dance winston they were 100 prostitutes no he tries to tell ladies we work in the finance markets <laughs> we go back to the uh flashback and we meet mysteria and octopusy Mysterious played by Lauren Weedman. She was in Arrested Development. She played oh. seven episodes as Joni Beard, who is supposed to be the ex-wife of the James Beard of the James Beard Award and <laughs> is now married to Job. And he's really gay. So she's technically his beard in the gay world too <laughs> like <laughs> so her name is Joni Beard and she's hilarious it's a really so funny. funny character she's also on True Blood she plays two episodes as LaDonna hmm. and then the United States of Tara yeah, Reno 911 Hung Horny Patty is who she was on Hung and then Date Night mm-hmm. and Five Year Engagement hmm. and then Octopussy played by Carla Renata and she does a lot of voice work. She was on Broadway and the Kirby critic film critic is what she does. And then she was also in 28 episodes of the show Superstore. Hmm. So <laughs> um, that other guy was on Superstore. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Hey. Hey. Was it Prom Barry? date. Johnny. Prom date. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, Jamie, Bert. his Barry. Bert. Bert. Bernie. Bernie. Like, <laughs> which is what is that from? Um Notting Hill. Hugh Grant. I know I knew it was Hugh Grant. Okay, good. Bernie, that's right. <laughs> Winston, she was a nurse. Her, dude, her nurse hat was in her purse. <laughs> he saw it, so he's convinced. 
And Nick tries to tell them, yes, we're very wealthy. Nick has braces. <laughs> Winston, listen to their names. And then Octopussy breaks off and, and is talking just to Nick and honey, why are you sweating so much? Because he feels like he's lying. He's always done this. Yeah. He thought the A FBI was going to catch him. Paper sure. trail. He was concerned. She prefers to be drunk on life. And then, like you said, she kind of jiggles her boobs in his face and he decides to drink. And unlike a f- normal teenager first timer, he doesn't like spit or choke or act like it tasted worse than he thought it would. He just drinks a whole bunch of it and goes, hmm, very interesting. And then, then he starts to kind of freak out. He starts, he like gets drunk pretty fast, starts crying. His hair is so gross. Uh, (laughs) while he's crying he's trying to still pretend he was he's a businessman he goes please excuse me but i had to lay off a lot of really good men at work today (laughs) then Joni beard or mysteria she says what's wrong with your friend winston doesn't even try to pretend he's in the finance markets but my friend over here he's a virgin (laughs) yeah i know uh, and then Winston, well, aren't you a virgin too? Just my penis, baby. <laughs> just, just in the penis. Yeah. <laughs> Winston says, so Mysteria and I made love that night for 10 beautiful seconds. They're <laughs> laying in bed together afterwards. And Winston says, so what do you do for a living? And she just snickers. And I know. <laughs> it's really funny. It's really funny. They're so cute. But no idea. Nick, um, I I can't believe you lost your virginity to Octopussy. And he says he can't go through with it. And Winston still, it's because he, he, the boy had no game. (laughs) Does Winston think all of his game was because of this experience? Oh, I wonder. Probably. That's probably why it's making him question just everything. Yeah. (laughs) You couldn't close. You don't need game. They were (laughs) prostitutes. My dad told me pop pop told you. <laughs> First of all, he's calling him Pop Pop instead of which drives Nick crazy. We know that right. because he's not Winston's dad. But and then Pop Pop is a euphemism in Arrested Development for sex mm. all the time <laughs> as a running joke. Pop Pop in the attic. <laughs> the mere fact that you're calling it that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, and so Walt comes back and says, and Nick they're going to have their heart to heart. So he says, if I'm being totally honest, I've had some alcoholic beverages tonight. <laughs> well, it goes, if I'll be totally honest with you. So have I, so what have I? I got through <laughs> Annie. I don't know what he was doing. Like fly on the wall. Right. Yeah. Who are you with? Yeah. Going to Annie drunk the business trip. Yeah. Who knows what he was doing? Uh, sorry dad it's such a sincere apology that teenage Nick gives Walt I, I couldn't make love to Miss Octopussy tonight there's where you get Miss Octopussy from yeah. I think he calls her that too and he's, he's talking to oh probably to yeah her. yeah Miss Octopussy it's too, it was too dangerous it was afraid of the FBI dangerous. was going to track me down or a paper trail <laughs> <laughs> and he said you think too much so well, that's not true now. Like in his life, he doesn't really think enough. He's kind of irresponsible. It's true. Like what happened? You think too much about everything. 
I say he really took this advice to heart. Alcohol. He, really, like, he stopped. God, he lost his alcohol virginity. Yeah, that's true. And then Walt says that when I was your age, I could, my dad got a girl for me too. This is almost a Miller family tradition. You should have seen her boobs. They were great, real pointy, just like, just I like, like gross. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> She's like, gross. <laughs> yeah. Nick says, oh, Walt says, listen, Nick, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. I just want to make sure you don't miss out on the things in life that are happening when you're not thinking because believe you me, those are the best things in life. Uh, which the very next thing he says is, I think I really like drinking. <laughs> That's the result of thinking first in Nick's brain. <laughs> so I said, this is a great lesson from Walt from beyond the grave, but he's listening to now, like you said, it's going to come back. Well, it is it like also kind of a a backwards-ish lesson that makes obviously makes sense coming from Walt. Um, but like, I mean, really <laughs> you should think about what you do too. Like <laughs> that's what I put. Thank like, you. He for... thinks the best things so in life true. are what happens when you're not thinking at all. <laughs> I know. Like I can think of several yeah. examples where that's not true. <laughs> I get what where we're going. Exactly. Where we're yeah. headed with for it. the like, purpose of this. Yeah. It's supposed to be. And agree, but it's yeah. I had the the thought. I was like, I'm not sure that that's especially for an example to, to use on Nick because in general he's not known as an overthinker. Like that's right. not one of his character flaws. Well, and then he never thought really. again. Yeah, exactly. He thinks <laughs> that he really likes drinking, and that's about where it ends. <laughs> uh, he's really fun. It makes me feel really good. So, well, that's a good start. And he tells Winston to not tell him about the girls. Don't tell him that they're pros. I th- I think Nick thought he'd figure it out though. It didn't really seem like he thought he was yeah, breaking it like the a news to it or anything that he was keeping. Right, right. <laughs> um, and then he goes, Yeah, maybe after I'm gone. Yeah, I'll tell him when you're dead. <laughs> There's so many like appointed things. <laughs> Which is also a perfect time to be telling these stories. That's another reason they can tell these stories. Like this one might have come out soon anyway. Although mm-hmm. who, if Nick really thought he knew, maybe it wouldn't. It's not like he'd be thinking, oh, no, it's yeah. finally time to tell him. I mean, he kind of says that, but it's also like it would have been when this came up after he. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be like, Winston, here's a list of the things I didn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> My dad didn't want you to know until he was dead. Like. Yeah. Why would it have come up? Till now. Until now. And then uh, Winston's still um, freaking out. So it's time you should know. It's Mysteria. I'll tell him when you're dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but on the bright side, it looks like you won the contest. And then actually, just look at him. Just still isn't going to let him have it. Mm-mm. She couldn't let Nick think that he was tap dancing and she can't let Winston think that he has the most embarrassing story. <laughs> Sorry, Winston. I just can't let you in this because my story involves murder. murder. But Winston isn't really paying attention. Everybody else is kind of back on board. Like you said, she reeled him in. Mm-hmm. But Winston is just <laughs> laying on the couch. And he goes, was Mysteria even her real name? <laughs> so then let's see then 
Uh, I him. Yes. Just flashback to the bar. At the bar. They're at the, the bar, bar that they yeah. all hang out at now. And they even see, <laughs> they see Winston yeah, and Trent and Nick. They can't remember though where they went. Remember what that bar was? I said, it's that bar. That and that's bar. when Jess the says bar. about being 22 they look over they're gonna try to find some guys today <laughs> and do you see those guys are clearly single they call it mega beer and they have this big beer glass and they all like pour the rest of the beer they're drinking into it they try to all drink it at the same and time drink it at the, yeah all out of it once cc can tell just by looking that they're single <laughs> they're single <laughs> and then somebody walks into the bar and guess who it was it was the guy from prom night very very i mean at no <laughs> point in the story especially at this point in the story somewhere along the line it would have come up like somebody would have been like oh teddy and she would have had to be like that's not teddy like she really had to go far out of her way mm-hmm. answer some hard questions i think in real life to have yeah gotten to that reveal at the end successfully mm-hmm. But that's okay. It it is worth it. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) But but Barry is living out of his car right now, so they can't get together. Um, what did I write here? I'm I'd be worried that he means to watch one together when he says what? Oh, when Schmidt hits on Cece, that's kind of a creepy first line. Like he doesn't mean it that way because he's just being totally innocent, fat Schmidt, but. Um, and he walks up to her and his line is, do you like DVDs? I know, and like, I was kind of wondering like how I would feel if somebody used that as a line to me at the bar. I'd be worried that he means to how do you feel about DVDs? go watch one together. Like he should have said movie, like, and then the day could yeah, be going exactly. to a movie. Exactly. How do you feel about DVDs? Like, are you showing me your DVD collection? Or- yeah. Right. <laughs> she smiled at him. Cece smiled at him and kind of gave him a half a chance. And he just well, picked yeah, the wrong first line. It's funny that we see the that he hit on her way before they even met mm-hmm. through Jess. It is adorable backstory. Yeah. Uh, and then That's Schmidt, so cool. he was actually at the bar to see if they sell cookies. Do you cookies? <laughs> and then look at this in the transcript. I didn't hear it in the show, but it says not a cookie bar. Somebody <laughs> says, like somebody in the background. Not a cookie bar. Just funny. Funny. Uh, so because they're they don't have a place to have sex, Nick and uh, no, just no, Barry. Just and Barry go to the playground. So I wrote, is this maybe a bad idea to put a playground by a bar? Yeah, I wondered like how she thought of or why she thought like. It came that's to why i think it had there, to be like, handy like they started to walk out of the bar and they're like oh here here's the place we could have sex like just go inside this castle it's in the middle of the night she didn't expect to be there for hours and hours but still like a bar closes at two and if you have a bunch of like drunk adults walking home or leaving being around in the area i don't think sure. the playground is a cool place to just <laughs> potentially end up or pass out or be trying to have sex later because there's also then like a guy who got murdered on the I mean yeah, yeah but like just the police we were gonna have sex on the bench 
officer, but there was a guy that was already laying there. Oh, look, he's still there. (laughs) This guy is dead over here. Such a bad, like, (laughs) reason to not have a bar by the, or playground by the bar. True. Mark. (laughs) so they get stuck because they're trying a different position because the antidepressants are taking hours mm-hmm. Jess describes it like a wind sock on a windless day <laughs> <laughs> give me an update brother how's your wang how's your wang <laughs> she's so she sounds pretty over being patient about things mm, yeah. but he starts crying and having a real hard time so she suggests they try their luck on the other side of the castle then they get stuck <laughs> and things are getting worse we were promised murder schmidt says Cece's like she's not done <laughs> they show oh they can now the kids are here it took so <laughs> long but now it's hey, daylight and the kids find an adult we're doing adult room. things over here we <laughs> start to sing happy birthday <laughs> and then that's what yeah okay so i noticed he shaves his chest he must shave his chest in the scene is all mm. bare except right in the middle and nobody has long black curly hair only right there <laughs> I mean, that was the style and and men do things. And I mean, he's a very good looking person. I have no complaints. I agree. I just noticed that. Uh, Sirens and the man on the bench, he slept through the sirens. We find out because he was dead. Murder. He's dead. I know. Like the guy pulls the jacket up and he's like covered in blood. (laughs) It was very dark and I did not see the This guy's dead over here. So much death in the world. I think I'm gay. Barry's gay. (laughs) Barry can't handle it anymore. (laughs) Can we find out why Barry's been shaving his chest? Because he's gay. So it's the perfect end. And just just in the scene, she goes, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She definitely has made this diagnosis hours ago while they were laying here. And it wasn't working. Um, Nick loves this. Teddy's gay. I knew it. (laughs) Nick is triumphant. His face. (laughs) That wasn't Teddy. (laughs) Nick is what? And then I think we have Lisa Loeb comes on again. And the (laughs) firefighter, Teddy, Teddy Sherman, take me home, Teddy. She's like laying in his arms as a scene and her hair is like flying in the wind (laughs) and he's carrying her pretty romantic he is a redhead (laughs) yes very is that what she said (laughs) very redheaded i'm sick of firemen always winning well you know i just waited so long and teddy took me by surprise and nick is taking notes at this point that's what um as jess is talking about this was just the heat of the moment i didn't have to think about it Mm -hmm. And Schmidt is mad now. Who wins? Like he needs to know who wins. He needs to have. Yeah, we a- need a win. Like he had. Like he says that I need a winner. Like- yeah. And Jess says, "I think we're all losers." Yeah, that's where Winston's mad. You had passionate sex with a fireman, all right? I had sex with a hooker. Well, I mean, unless are you guys sure she was a hooker? <laughs> <He's still laughs> like, are you sure? <laughs> Would you tell me? She's then- a nurse, right? She had her nurse hat in her purse. <laughs> and then um, 
Nick tells Jess to wait. So it's just the two of them for a minute. And Jess says, or Nick says, so is he like the kind of fireman that hangs back and takes care <laughs> of the dog? <laughs> no, he like straight up fought fires, which I like the guy who takes care of the dog though. Right? Um, also, <laughs> or maybe more. Maybe more. But Nick lost his virginity to Allison Daniels. And on a towel in the woods, I cried. <laughs> she kept her bra on. It was nice. It's nice. The towel is good for outside, for outside times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Jess then gets interrupted by her cell phone beeping at her to remind her she has to go meet Teddy. And she says, I should go. What do you think? What do you and at first think? I said, this is too ambiguous, but like she gave him an opening. But then when she said that, it actually triggered him to, mm-hmm. to think to go back to think about how we shouldn't think about not thinking (laughs) uh she leaves because he doesn't say anything Mm. and he gets an elevator then he runs after her and she gasps and he's just not think about it he says yep then the nick song it's like a fast-paced song too and so it like amps up all the energy from here to the end of the episode totally so the next scene is um finally see daisy played by brenda song she's got three hours till the red eye they're like in a hurry this nick 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 song (laughs) we're kidding yeah I'll stop. But Winston doesn't do well under pressure. So she just says, Well, just turn on the TV. Like she's totally up for whatever. She's like, I don't really yeah. care. Like, yeah, we just need to get through this. this. And the anti Titanic comes on. It's at the ending, which Perfect. Winston never got to see before. So he's totally distracted yeah. and, and it works perfectly. And uh maybe they'll their relationship he's, will he's here for, for it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see cc and chevron played by Satya baba again and he says look we're going to be married in two days should we maybe try it once and at least he says that instead of what he said in the last episode which right. was just yes mouth clicks <laughs> <laughs> i put here i got thinking about how we don't really know chevron's history Mm-mm. like maybe he's a virgin has he been on this yeah arranged marriage track his whole life that's what I was wondering too. I wondered about that last time. Mm-hmm. Like, is he a virgin? And I feel like maybe it would have come up in the last one if, yeah, like it's not just the or they... even here, like mm-hmm. episodes about virgins and he's right in it. Um, but yeah, but then compared like to like Cece, who's had a totally American yeah uh, dating life and has slept with lots of different guys you know that they yeah. might have totally and maybe different... he's you know man slut too just yeah uh, yeah he didn't just, seem you know, shy about whipping out his penis for her no or they haven't done it with each other yet right so that's the concern i don't know good question yeah the words of the song were um we see still the like nick is carrying jess and they're going coming back to the apartment and um into the bedroom even the words of the song are since we found out that anything can happen 
And so that's in the lines of like, since they found out that they like each other, anything is going to happen. The thing that needs to happen is going to happen. And that anything can happen because they're not thinking. I wrote here. She's saying since we found out that anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah. Not since we found out anything can happen. It's like. All right. They're, what they found out was that anything can happen. Okay, true. Well, so, yeah, that if they don't think, then anything can happen. Yeah. Goes that way. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> okay, fine. I wrote here, just take your glasses off. I know. He needs to throw her down on the bed and she needs to it's not important. have glasses on for this. <laughs> and it's hard to kiss with glasses on. It just is. It is. <laughs> you need to be able to smush face smush face <laughs> smush face smush your faces together <laughs> yeah you can't do that with glasses smash them they get in the way they get smashed in there you don't need them at that point you either. don't need to see close your eyes <laughs> and then we are back to or we're with schmidt and and elizabeth mm-hmm. and I, they must be in elizabeth's house and and she notices the archduke sitting on the it's still in the box so, so she goes what is that is that it's a super intense german personal power massager but i don't think we need it and she goes well since he came all this way with right. that box <laughs> and he goes well we'll have to take the batteries out of the smoke detector apparently because why wouldn't he bring the archduke and not bring the batteries that you need i know that? you need more batteries so, so this is also so much danger like so much danger because you have so much batteries in such a dangerous know, place don't take your smoke detector out or yeah out. and then yeah if you start any kind of fire and have problems you're gonna need your smoke detector <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you're taking so many risks all for silly reasons <laughs> And then we are back to, oh, sorry. We decided that Schmidt or Cece and Shivering are not going to sleep together. Right. Yeah. She said no. But it seems like Schmidt and Elizabeth are going to. Yeah. And then we show that Nick and Jess just did. (laughs) (laughs) It's too late. I am glad that we didn't see any more than we did. Yeah, me too. I think that was a good way to do it. Like mm-hmm. we saw kind of the lead up of everybody else's and then afterwards of theirs. We saw the yeah. lead up of theirs too, but you know. I know what you're saying. It was good. Good way to end the scene. They're both funny yeah. though. All their faces, they go through a long scene of <laughs> like freaking out, looking at each other, laughing, freaking laughing. Out. <laughs> Shock. Funny. And then as the whole thing closes and you're almost closing the scene, it just says, Jess goes, rot row, a la Scooby-Doo. It says, a la Scooby-Scooby-Doo. <laughs> the transcript says. That's oh, perfect. Rot row. I won't sing the song again, even though I really want to. Teddy the Firefighter is played by Christopher Wallinger. He's an American crime story the l word and generation q and one episode of barry what yeah that's why I oh his name was barry. no that's a different guy <laughs> but also funny I, thought his, I called terry or teddy barry 
Okay. You called the other guy, the guy who's not really. I know. Teddy. I eventually I named that guy Barry, <laughs> oh, but the, when I Teddy. initially couldn't think of the guy's name. It was Teddy. That's right. Okay. That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> I thought for a second, you were like such a huge fan of the show Barry that you're yep. like, really? Oh, yeah, no, I recognized him from that episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Did you have a favorite <laughs> character? Probably Nick. Overall, <laughs> yeah. In general. Nick was good. I think okay. I like Winston. Yeah. Just his funny. his progression. He thought he had this great story and his dreams got shattered. Super shattered. Poor Winston. Poor Winston. Elizabeth is played by Merritt Weaver. I didn't say that one. Yeah. I think that was the only one I missed. She's in The Walking Dead. Oh, cool. Right? I don't, dude, I don't remember. Didn't write down the stuff this time. I didn't watch The Walking Dead. You did. I'm pretty sure it's her. <laughs> she maybe did. She maybe did. Mm-hmm. She maybe did what? No. I, there's a girl who intimidated me in high school named Merritt. Hmm. I feel like. Was she friends like... with Jenny? <laughs> yes. If not, it's it was so they intimidated funny. me in the same way. <laughs> because yeah, I was thinking that I was like Jenny is a very intimidating person. I worked with her later. Like she was intimidating. Right. I could tell when you knew her, and then mm-hmm. I knew her later, and she was intimidating. <laughs> she rode our bus for a while. Oh yeah. Sorry guys. <laughs> High school Sorry. problems. Anyway. <laughs> memory lane intimidating people well just that name caught my eye yeah maybe that's part of my original aversion to elizabeth maybe maybe doubt it because did you really know her name was Merritt? no probably not but i also found elizabeth intimidating in a way so (laughs) (laughs) carried through somewhere a Merritt thing (laughs) maybe or maybe she's a good actress Maybe she has a lot of merit as an actress. <gasps> Bottom <laughs> cha. <laughs> right? Well, Street Youths, that's the end of the episode. That's it. That was a good one. Moving um, right along to the end of the season soon. Shmo was a lot more endearing in this episode than he's been lately, so I don't know if there be too many douchebag moments the flashbacks were fun and like their outfits and all of the mm-hmm. yeah it was fun old school like, stuff um yeah the hair. i forgot to ask you about and did um any of the scenes with walt remind you of the goldfinch at all just reminded me a little bit of like the main character's dad situation when they were in vegas he's total like scammer yeah. and, and just comes into like he thinks he's really doing something if he's just making sure his kid can drink and do whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> I don't That's know. Funny. Yeah. It's very similar. Seem like a similar kind of dad. Oh, I think it was because we needed to reference it twice. I know. It's really that's why it's such a good book. If you haven't read The yeah. Goldfinch by Donna Tart, read it now. It's a really enjoyable book it's to read. A don't bajillion see the movie. pages, but the um they go by really fast like and and you're gonna it's like be so sad when it's over in like the least amount of time it's taking (laughs) me to read a book so uh 
and you just love reading it it's so it's nice really good. To read. yeah the she movie just, does isn't the same like it's no. fine movie it's okay it's a like, good movie same, watch, watch the it. movie eventually but read the book first yeah just know that the book is something all by itself the way she describes everything is amazing i know i know it's so different why is it so different i don't know why but i just love it it's yeah and it's just like a good an interesting commentary on all kinds of different kinds of love (gasps) yeah but it's not a romance don't worry no right it's not at all a normal it's just oh you guys read it it's so good just read it (laughs) just trust us it has nothing to do with new girl (laughs) at all but it, there were two references in this episode. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> it sort of has a little sometimes <laughs> because it's so relevant to life and it's so, it's just so vivid in my mind. That's mm-hmm. whatever yeah. she does with writing makes it just so I think about it all the time. Yeah, it's always super there. descriptive. And anyway. you need to, do you know that the, what was it? What's today? Yesterday was Blueberry Pancake Day, National what? Blueberry Pancake Day. Oh my God. Right? yeah your friend's facebook with the nails oh i know so eat the pancakes everybody the pancakes (laughs) (laughs) yeah review subscribe listen share watch like be email Subscribe. Email at blueberrypancakespodcast at gmail.com and pancakes podcast on Instagram. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, that's okay. You were saying what I was saying. Same thing. (laughs) (laughs) And enjoy your life. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.